Hi, my name's Alyssa. And my name's Melissa. Welcome back to the Deliverability Defined Podcast. Each week, we'll be diving deep into a topic and giving you practical advice to improve your email deliverability. In other words, we'll help you reach the inbox of your subscribers and stay out of their spam folders, leading to more success in your email marketing. Deliverability can be complex, but we're here to define it. Hello, Melissa. How's it going? Good. How are you? The screen just did something weird. Oh, weird. Yeah. Sorry. You're fine. (laughs) Caught me off guard. It's like, oh no, something bad's about to happen. We're good. I mean, something bad might happen. My cat is just sitting like, he looks like he's ready to start trouble, but ready to pounce. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully he'll hold it together. This will probably be a pretty short episode, so we'll see if he can handle it. Well, I don't mind saying hi to him. So if he pops in for a second, it's okay. Okay, good. He's a lot. But today we are just getting an update on what has happened with Apple's latest privacy update with their iOS 15. Mm-hmm. I know we talked about it before it came out and kind of told everyone what to expect and what this meant, which we'll get into a little bit today in case you didn't hear that episode or you're not quite sure. But today is really meant to be like, okay, this has happened. It's been a few months. What do things look like? Yeah, it's um, funny because we had so many people reach out Yeah, right when it was announced and there was virtually like no change. Well, when it was announced, obviously it wasn't out yet. But then when it came out, mm-hmm. there wasn't a huge change. Um, and it's been slow rolling for a while, but I think it's like building on itself. So definitely. So it'll be good to kind of get the pulse of what's happening now and what to expect going forward. Yep. So in case you don't know, on September 20th of 2021, Apple released the new iOS 15. And like you were saying, Melissa, you know, I'm sure we all know how long it takes for us to actually update our phones. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a huge overnight change. It was a pretty slow rollout. And, you know, there were lots of different changes introduced with this operating system. And, you know, a few of them were really privacy focused. So the one that we care about most on this podcast is the open rate change, which they refer to as male privacy protection. So that's mm-hmm. what we'll refer to it today as. And it's a feature of the mail app on your iPhone, iPad, watch, any Apple device, Mac, book, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a feature of that mail app. So something funny, when I finally did decide to update my everything because it takes me forever too, mostly because I don't feel like dealing with how everything will change a little bit and it bothers me. So I'm one of those people that waits forever to update things. But when it asked me if I wanted to protect my privacy with mail, I said no. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I know. Well, it's mostly because I knew like then my open will count for senders and I care about senders at ConvertKit. And it was actually just one of those, my little way of being like, I know what's going on and this is my choice. And yeah. So anyway, it's not that I, it doesn't matter what you decide to do either way. It's your choice. But it was just kind of funny in the moment. I was like, I feel like... I want to say no because I'm not worried about like my open being tracked. That's just me. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of funny when it happened because I was like, I feel like I'm so involved in this. (laughs) That's so funny. And I saw a lot of different people who work in email having that same like predicament. They would post like a screenshot on Twitter and be like, I don't know what to choose. But yeah, in case you haven't seen that prompt. So essentially what happens is if you've updated your Apple device and you go to the mail app, you see this prompt and it asks you, and it's very scary sounding. It's like, it kind of is. Do you want to protect your privacy? Yes or no? And the no is like, it just sounds really scary. So I think most people probably selected 
yes, I want to protect my privacy. Yeah. And what that does is if you select yes to protect your privacy, anytime you get an email, it's going to look like you opened the email even if you didn't Mm -hmm. to whoever sent the message. So if there's an open tracking pixel, which there are in most bulk messages, marketing messages, that pixel will be loaded even if you didn't open the message. So -hmm. whoever sent it will see you as opening it no matter what. So that's interesting. Yeah. And they do it in a way to where the person can't see your IP address or Mm -hmm. location or anything like that. So that's why some people really like that feature. So yeah, I would say most people did select yes, unlike you, Melissa, but it's funny that you were like, I know what this means and I'm not afraid. (laughs) Well, and unfortunately, I'm just one of those people that's like, I have an iPhone and it's tracking me in a bunch of other ways because I have apps and Instagram and all the things and it just, you know. Yeah. In the grand scheme of like privacy, I probably could do a lot more than just checking that box when it comes up to like maintain all of my different privacy options. So yeah, that was just me. I was like, you know. This is a drop in the bucket compared to all the other things I should be doing. So, yeah. Well, and if you're someone who wants people sending you messages to like clean out your email address when you don't open for a while or like send you personalized things, then if you turn this on, that essentially goes out the window because Mm -hmm. senders are going to think you're opening all their messages. So they're not going to clean you from their list. Right. And they aren't going to kind of customize your email experience based on your activity because they can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. So if that doesn't matter to you, then that's great. You can definitely turn on that mail privacy protection. Right. But it is an interesting kind of effect of the mail privacy protection is that a lot of senders aren't going to be able to clean up their list and make sure people are receiving what they want to receive the way that they could with accurate open data. So you might be wondering, who does this affect? Maybe is it only people who have like iCloud addresses or Mm -hmm. ME, you know, me addresses? Nope. It's anyone who is using that mail app on their Apple device. And there's no way to tell who is. Uh, It could be a Gmail address, could be Microsoft, could be any email address. I think that's the most interesting part about it. Yeah. It's kind of hard to wrap your mind around a little bit because of the, I've had a lot of customers ask, well, aren't my open rates going to drop because they won't be triggering the open pixel. And it's actually, like you said, it's the opposite. No, they're always going to be triggered. So it's always going to look like they're open. And then, yeah, the the mail app you can use, like when you sign up to use the mail app, you just choose what your, your email box provider is. You sign in and then you're using it through the mail app, which is such an interesting, I hadn't really ever thought about what that could mean. So seeing it used in this situation is pretty interesting. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Like I remember when Hey email Mm -hmm. came out. That was a fun time. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we thought that was going to be a big deal because if you don't know, Hey was a new mailbox provider that came around and they said, we're going to block all open tracking pixels. They're still around. I sound like they're they are. Mm -hmm. But they did this before the Apple thing and they did the opposite of Apple. Again, they said they were going to block opens. So anyone who received an email from you, it would say they didn't open even if they did. Right. But the good thing about that at least before Hey allowed custom domains, is that you could segment and say, like, this person has a Hey.com address, right. so I know that this person is affected by that. It made it really easy to spot and see, mm-hmm. well, this person, I can't track their opens because they're using a Hey address. With this Apple change. You have no way of knowing. Yeah. You can't look at an email address and know. Yeah, that's a great point. They could be real. They could be not. So mm-hmm. that's definitely interesting. Yeah. So I guess we can reveal – the results so far. So interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's been quite an increase. So every month I pull the average 
open rate of a convert kit sender. And gosh, I should have the numbers in front of me. Let me look. Let me see how many accounts that is referring to. So each month, again, I pull the average okay. open rate. Yeah, about 20,000 accounts. Um, it can vary each month depending on who's sending email that month and who's not. Right. So I take average of those individual accounts and see what the open rate is. And yeah, like early 2021, that would range anywhere from about 28% to 30%. Mm-hmm. Right before the Apple changes, so pre-September, mm-hmm. that number was really hovering right at about 30%. Sometimes it would go a little lower, sometimes a little higher, but 30% average open rate was really what we were seeing across the board for the most part. Mm-hmm. Now, I just pulled the numbers for December, the whole month of December, the average open rate for a ConvertKit customer was 37%, which is quite a jump. It is a jump. And I forget where we heard this, and I think we talked about it on another episode maybe, but we were talking about how and after Christmas, like where people or the holidays where people were receiving gifts, um, maybe new iPhones, new iPads, new computers, they'll be installing that mail app potentially and having the new update. So It'll be interesting to see what the number between December and January, if it increases and how by how much because of that. I, that's something I would have never thought about. Yeah, that could be a huge jump. Totally agree. Yeah. And it was a big jump even from November to December. Right. So in November, it raised to 34%. And I thought that was a huge jump. I was like, wow, 30 to 34. And then just in a month, it jumped from 34 to 37. So mm-hmm. I do think January's numbers will be super interesting. Yeah. I know we mentioned this on the last podcast, but if you want to see what that number is going to be in January, we'll have that posted in February, but you can sign up for our monthly newsletter and you'll get that information right in your inbox. And that sign up is deliverability.ck.page. Yeah. That'll be, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I think that'll be good. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you love the numbers and you want to see how things are trending, that's a good way to know. So speaking of adoption mix panel, we can add a link to that in our show notes. They've been tracking the adoption of iOS 15. And it looks like as of today, when I pulled these numbers and we're in early January as we're recording this, iOS 15 has been installed on 68.5% of all Apple devices. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. And like you said, we expect that to just continue to increase. And like we said, from November to December, we saw a big jump. So Mm -hmm. as adoption increases, your open rates are going to increase. Right. So something kind of to touch on as far as open rates go, that even before Apple's changes, open rates have become a little bit less reliable over time and probably would have seen that trend continue. Some providers were automatically loading pixels for a better user experience. And we just talked about, hey, they were, you know, completely blocking pixels. So you weren't able to even figure out who would open. But this does put like a different spin on things because you aren't able to like segment your list to figure out like certain areas within those open rates that you could, you know, maybe grab data from. Uh, So this does kind of like make the water a bit murkier. Yeah. But I think... You know, we have a whole episode on how to find new ways of interesting and exciting engagement. And so that's something to listen to if you're interested. But there are a lot of other ways to utilize other metrics to see kind of like how your list is, you know, engaging with your emails and kind of I think we mentioned this on the last episode, open rates can still help you like find a pulse with your list. 
even though they're not going to be super reliable, they will help you kind of like maintain and decide if there's like a massive issue or if something weird is happening. So they're not totally useless. Yeah. One thing that's really hard to test, I can't say this for sure, but some rumblings I've heard is that. Rumblings. Because some people have tried to test it. Love that. Yeah. Rumblings in the email deliverability world is that if your message goes to the spam folder on an Apple device, they will not automatically load that pixel. Ooh, interesting. I know. I hope that's true. Again, I cannot say with absolute certainty that's true. And the Mm -hmm. way things change constantly, even if it is true, it might might change. But one reason why that would be really cool if that is true is because then at least if you have those high open rates, like in the 30s and 40s or maybe even higher, at least you know, hey, my messages are going to the inbox. Right. Which is really what open rates have always been really good for is kind of telling you, are you going to the inbox of the spam folder? Mm-hmm. And then if you do see a sudden drop in your open rates in the midst of all this Apple stuff, that might be a good indicator that actually your message went to the spam folder when it normally goes to the inbox and you need to dig into it. So, right. and you know, we say all the time, there's lots of reasons opens can drop. So no need to, you know, panic. That might not be what's happening, but that's something to look into. If you're a ConvertKit customer, please reach out to us and we will help you through all that. Yes. So that's an interesting caveat to all this. Mm -hmm. So I love what you mentioned. It is, it's kind of time for creators to pivot. The trends, like we said, can be helpful to at least let you know, hey, I don't have a reputation issue at the moment. Right. My opens are really high. That's good. They're not dropping. That's good. But they aren't an exact measure. And like you said, they never really were. Right. But now it's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> so I also recommend if you listen to season three, episode one, we go through all different creative strategies to encourage engagement with your emails that mm-hmm. aren't opens. They're different things. It can be more fun for your subscribers and give you a better idea of how your messages are performing. And in a way, I think this can be like a blessing in disguise, if you will, because I do think a lot of creators focus sometimes a little too much on on open rates to the point where like a 2% drop can cause like panic. And I think it's a good reminder that while it's it's helpful, you know, for some reasons to have that data, we also can't assume that just because your open rates drop 2%, like that that's a lot of times like subscriber behavior. Little fluctuations. Yeah, we always say there's someone on the other end of the email address, which I know I say all the time, but I think it kind of takes like almost like that fixation on like open rates away, like we're going to have to move away from it. Like it's not really a choice anymore. And I think that could be helpful for a lot of people because it takes the pressure off. Like you don't have to make that so such a large part of of your goal because like you've said, Alyssa, like if your goal is to make a sale, then maybe we shouldn't be focusing on just the open rate. Maybe we should be focusing on that actual purchase. Yeah. Exactly. The opener is kind of telling you, did you get into the front door? Did the person see it? But there's way more that happens after that. And like we said, I think with the trends and with the way email still works, the open rates can still tell you that in general. Mm -hmm. Like if your open rate is consistently above 20, nowadays it might be closer to 30 with the Apple open rate, then you're getting through the door. (laughs) Like that's just happening. Sometimes we'll have people reach out and say, I think emails are going to spam and their open rates are like 35%. They're definitely not you know, on a large scale, not going to spam. You might have one person with a really weird setting and the message went to their spam folder. That happens. Mm -hmm. But in general, having that pulse on your open rate can tell you how your deliverability is doing. And 
that's really what open rates are good for these days. Just that basic, okay, I'm getting through the front door, but you need, when you're really focusing on what metrics are going to tell you, are you being successful? Is this message resonating? Did people read it? Exactly. There are other things you need to be focusing on, yes. like clicks and conversions and replies and all of that good stuff. Yep. Cool. Well, I hope that was helpful. Again, if you want to stay in the know about what's going on mm-hmm. with these open rates increasing, go sign up for our new monthly deliverability newsletter. And that sign up is deliverability.ck.page. I'm proud of you for remembering that. <laughs> I was like, did I say that right? But it is. That's all right. And we will put the link in the show notes. Cool. Awesome. I hope everybody has a great week. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Deliverability Defined. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening. And if you have time, please leave us a review. You can find a resource guide for today's show at convertkit.com slash deliverability, where we outline all of the information you need to know from today's episode. If you have a question or topic you want us to cover, let us know within the ConvertKit community or at convertkit.com slash deliverability. We'll see you next week.